The following is a reflection on the readings for Tuesday of the 22nd week of Ordinary Time. The first reading is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 to 16. The responsorial is Psalm 145, and the Gospel is Luke chapter 4, verses 31 to 37. In today's Gospel, Jesus follows up his first sermon regarding the jubilee of bringing good news to the poor, release to the captives, sight to the blind, and liberty to the oppressed by freeing a man oppressed by an unclean spirit. The exorcism was completed by Jesus simply speaking his authoritative word, be silent and come out of him. Unlike the negative reception Jesus encountered in the synagogue of Nazareth, here in the synagogue of Capernaum, the people are amazed, saying to one another, What kind of utterance is this? And a report about Jesus began to reach every place in the region. Capernaum then becomes the headquarters of Jesus' Galilean ministry. There are several points of interest regarding this important incident. First, the man captive to the unclean spirit represents the sad state of humanity since the fall of Adam and Eve. Jesus has come to break the power of Satan and set mankind free. He is the strong man that binds the enemy and plunders his house, taking from him the spoils, which is us. Unlike the long incantations, potions, and spells of human exorcists, Jesus speaks by his own authority. Recognizing such authority, the unclean demon cries out, Let us alone! What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. By this admission, the demon acknowledges the prophecy of Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, now being fulfilled in Christ, the seed of the woman who will crush the serpent's head. Secondly, the crowd is also astonished at the authoritative teaching of Jesus, not derived from other sources, but from the intrinsic or charismatic nature of his being. This is unlike the scribes and Pharisees, who exercised a derivative authority from their office and who often quoted prior rabbinic teaching, ultimately going back to the authority of the Torah. Jesus' teaching authority is manifested in several ways. For example, in the book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 16, a sharp two-edged sword comes out of Christ's mouth indicating the power of his word that will exercise judgment. As regards the Torah, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, Jesus is depicted as the new Moses, who is the law of God. Quote, you have heard it said, but I say unto you. How does this apply to us? The question is, are we equally amazed? Are we captured? Does God speak authoritatively to us? One test for determining this is how receptive we are to that word, how eager we are to hear it today. Do we spend that quiet time with the Lord in prayer, allowing Him to speak intimately into our hearts, to heal us, to work its miracle of conversion? Or is prayer difficult? Are we distracted or cannot find the time in our hectic schedules? How much do we value God's Word? Do we read the Scriptures daily, and not just read but meditate like Mary did in pondering it in our hearts, allowing it to take root and change us, do we consider God's word spoken through the magisterium of the church authoritative, particularly the moral teachings, 
or do we put our own interpretation, making it accommodate our situation? In the book of Isaiah, the Lord says, quote, This is the one whom I esteem, the one who is humble and contrite in spirit, and trembles at my word. May we have this attitude always, and allow God's word to have authority in our lives, to shape us according to the image of Christ. Thirdly, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, Jesus says, quote, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. In the first instance, this authority was given to the apostles, but we also share in this commission through our baptism and confirmation. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, we are designated as a chosen race, a royal priesthood, God's own people, to declare the wonderful deeds of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. As the Catechism of the Catholic Church in paragraph 1270 states, quoting from the Vatican II document, The Light of the Nations, quote, Reborn as sons of God, the baptized must profess before men the faith they received from God through the Church and participate in the apostolic and missionary activity of the people of God. End of quote. This can only happen if we trust in the authority of God's Word in us, giving our absolute allegiance to its teaching, so that others may be amazed at how we speak and how we act. Finally, let us reflect on the words of St. Paul in the first reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, about the Holy Spirit. Here, Paul states that we have received the Spirit who is from God, together with various gifts, to help us discern God's truth and will. So generous is God's gift that we have the mind of Christ. With this anointing, the Spirit will give us the words to say at the proper time that will share in God's very authority. Jesus, in Luke chapter 12, verses 11 to 12, puts it this way, When you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. Let us use all these gifts in this time of uncertainty when people are confused about life and the future, both in speech and our actions, May we witness the love of God with an authority that is compelling. Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas, and since without you mortal frailty can do nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.